today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, there's, uh, I know that Michael Tobe and I probably watched this interview last night. Uh, I'm not sure how many other people did. And you know what? I even recorded it. I even recorded it. So I know, I know it's terrible, isn't it? And then watched it later in the evening. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it was uh, fascinating. And uh, one solid hour of uh, Donald Trump on ABC News uh, from the White House. And I still find it kind of odd seeing him in the Oval Office. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm waiting to hear a theme song whenever I see that. Uh, Let's bring in Michael Tobe, a columnist and a former speechwriter for Stephen Harper. He's on the air with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? I'm good, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Uh, how do you? What's your reaction when you see the, a shot of Donald Trump in the Oval Office? Doesn't it feel kind of odd? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it still does. I, I don't think as much as it did a week ago, because I, you know, time heals all wounds, as they say, and eventually you get used to these things. But, but in all seriousness, no. I mean, I think that for a lot of people, they still sort of perceive Donald Trump as being one type of way, either that being a businessman, a reality TV star, or something of that nature, something with glitz and glamour. I still don't think a lot of them realize that right now he is one of the most, if not the most important political leader in the world, and he will, over time, become, become an elder statesman in politics. I think it's still very fresh in people's minds that he is president, but as time goes along and more executive orders and legislation goes through, they'll know he's president. Uh, they seem to focus, uh, certainly on the latter part of the interview last night, about his, um, he seems to be obsessed with the, the, the size of the crowd at the inauguration. So is he obsessed with this, or is ABC making too much of it to point out a weakness? <laughs> Well, it's kind of two-pronged on that. I mean, David Muir, the ABC News correspondent who actually did the interview, had every right to ask about it because, unfortunately, the Trump administration put themselves in that position by, as, as it was stated in the interview, sending out the press secretary, Sean Spicer, to talk about the size of the crowd at the inauguration. Yeah. And this went on for days, Scott. Days. Yeah. This is a, a thing that should have gone on, I don't know, if he was really that frustrated by maybe a half hour, an hour, a couple hours at best. The problem here is that, unfortunately, Donald Trump is thin-skinned, and because of that, he can't handle criticism the way, say, an experienced politician could. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of politicians from the last president, Barack Obama, all the way to, well, we'll give it to the second president, John Adams, they all suffered some sort of criticism from rivals, family, associates, neighbors, whatever, based on the decisions that they made. But they were able to sort of wade through it, you know, sort of swat it away and move forward. Because as time goes along and you stand in front of a crowd and you take a lot of criticism, you can handle it. Donald Trump has certainly been criticized most of his life, but it doesn't appear that he really can handle it. And as U.S. president, he really can't handle it whatsoever if he has to engage in these sorts of things. There is so much legislation that has come out this week, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, from, you know, TPP being abandoned to reforming NAFTA, to funding abortion abroad, you know, the building the wall with Mexico. There's so much to deal with this week that the fact that he spent so much time worrying about the crowd that he said wow about. Well, of course he said wow. Every president who stood before this in inauguration would have said in his own way, this is incredible, this is lovely, or wow. 
wow. Yeah. Naturally, because it's the biggest crowd you will probably ever face as the leader or as the president of the United States. But really, to waste all this time about the numbers, I think that 250,000, the number that came out initially, was wrong. I think that to say it was the largest crowd ever was obviously wrong. It was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 700 to 900,000. The number of websites have said that now. And based on pictures, it's probably accurate. There were lots of people there, Donald Trump. You don't have to worry. We don't need an exact head count to move on. And you can certainly see how the election of the first black president would be a huge event. Of course. I mean, you're probably not going to top that unless, well, until the first woman is elected. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's right. Of course, uh, Obama hits his inauguration. That would be the first one. Hits somewhere in the neighborhood of 1.8 million people. But as you said, and you're quite right, it was an important historic moment. It really was. Sure, Donald Trump's moment was obviously a part of history, but it didn't mean the same thing overall. An older white male, even if he had no political experience, no military experience, which makes him obviously very unique, doesn't mesh the same way as the first African-American president does. It just can't. Even Obama's second inauguration hit just about a million, which means that obviously there were still a lot of people who wanted to go in support of him a second time. You know, Trump's second inauguration will be lower than his first if he's reelected, and that's just the way life works. But I don't think he should be disappointed by the fact that somewhere in the neighborhood, as I said, between 700 to 900,000 people showed up. That's a good showing. That's exactly what you want to see. And it means that amongst his loyal supporters, there was the enthusiasm for him standing on that important podium and making that speech. He should be content with that, but unfortunately, as we know, Donald Trump doesn't seem to be content with anything. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.